the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1070, The Answer. FN handguns bear the DNA of legends. Of John Browning, the father of modern firearms. Of the artisans and craftsmen who brought his genius to life. Of the brave souls who defended our freedom on the front lines for the last hundred years. And the brave souls who defend it on the home front today. FN Handguns, the DNA of legends in the palm of your hand. Ask for FN, the world's most battle-proven firearms. Before the Obama administration leaves office, they fully intend to keep their promise of fundamentally changing America. One of the changes is to dismantle or neuter the Second Amendment. That's why Armed American Radio is here. Join Mark Walters as he keeps you up to date on your right to own arms. Armed American Radio, now on Saturday night at 9 and Sunday night at midnight on AM 1070. The answer. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. It's Saturday morning and welcome to Max Out Savings. We are talking savings, investments, and your retirement is always here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, it's a show about savings and investments. And what we do is, is we bring you tips on saving, tips on, on how, how to sit there and successfully invest. And, and, and we bring you things that are happening in the world. We, we, we try to sit there and make it so you can understand them. We take on topics that other people are afraid to take on, and we have different takes on them. And, and so what we're really doing is, is, is we, we're trying to help you build up wealth for retirement. And, and and our motto and our philosophy is really to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. So, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Tip, what that typically means is, is we like to see everybody putting away as much money as they can in their four hundred one k plan, their four hundred three b, their different types of, of qualified plans. And once you once you do that, once you've maxed out those programs, then you can look at, at an IRA, uh, a separate IRA, a uh, a Roth IRA, something along those lines to to see if you can get get something going there. But but uh, uh, until then, uh, try work with with your company uh, plan first. When clients come to us, typically if they if they leave a company or they have they've inherited money or they have an IRA rollover, it just depends on what they've got. Uh, they come to us and oftentimes they'll go, if they're not retired, they go, well, should I start moving my savings over over to you guys now? And, and our answer is no. We want you to continue to put away money in the 401k plan. And 
the reason is, and this is real important, is because I just have such a high confidence factor that if they're putting away money in their their savings plan, if it's deducted out of their paycheck every month, I know it's going into their savings plan. If they're sending me a check every month, I know they might forget one month. They might have a, a bill and expense one month or something, so they don't do it, and then they forget, and they're off their savings track. So the the, the tremendous power of the 401k plan, which is the most successful savings and wealth building plan the United States has ever seen, bar none. It's been phenomenally successful to the point the government's now worried that people have all this money like they somehow believe it's their money. Uh, and it, But it, it, understand the the the... the that the power of that is you have to put away the money every single paycheck. And so it's just constant compounding of savings over 20, 30 plus years builds into huge amounts of money over time. And that's why we really, I, I sometimes I know I get repetitive on this, but understand the power of what you're doing. It's tremendously powerful. I mean, you got, look, there's more millionaires from the, from the 401k plan than anything out there. And, and, so, and the real beauty of this is it's, it's not based on how much income you make. You don't have to be making $250,000 a year to be retiring successfully. You can have a, a, a reasonable income, put away the 10%, and you're going to have enough money to retire. And I've said this before. I think people in the middle income brackets have a better chance at retirement using this program than wealthier people, strangely enough, because the, the power of this income-based savings is so strong over time that overwhelms most other programs that people put in place. Something to think about. Here on the Max Out Savings Show. Oh, wow. Where to start? Oh, my gosh. I'm afraid to turn the TV set on. It's it's one thing after another. Uh, it, it's uh, it, 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 it's interesting. If you turn on CNBC, it's basically the stock markets are hitting new high, a new record high, a new interday high. It sounds all fantastic on CNBC. If you turn on Fox or somewhere else or CNN, it's 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 like the end of the world. And, uh, you know, we had Brexit. The British are leaving the EU. We've had this horrific uh, uh, terrorist bombing in in uh, uh, in. Uh, in Nice that, that 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 killed over 80 people, injured hundreds of people or as. As the New York Times and the Democrats like to say, a runaway truck. Uh, the and then we had a, a coup in Turkey. It, 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 it's, it's just one thing after another. Yet the market's hitting new highs. What's going on? We live in a very strange world today. Well, unlike anything we've ever really seen in history, uh, is it, and the world today. You have you have two things. You have an economy a going, the world as it is, and things are going on. Uh, people are hiring, firing. They're building. They're producing. Things are happening. Uh, uh, attacks are going on. Uh, things are changing. The world's changing. You have elections. And then you have the land of central bank, central planning, where they, they what they try to do is do the best they can to mitigate such things as recessions, so, uh, elections, uh, surprises, and anything it out there that might somehow upset the populace the minute it happens they're going to flood the system with money it, it, it's really uh it, it, it's remarkable look i've been in this business for over 25 years you know and let's just leave it at that i mean it was good for a while i used to say hey i'm in business 10 years someone once asked me when i started how do i know you're going to be here in a year or two 
I, I said, well, you know, you sort of hope. And now I'm, I'm like, you know, now we've been in business long enough. It's like, yeah, I've been here for a while. But uh, look, I've been through a lot of crises. And one thing that's unique and what we bring to the table at Max Out Savings Advisors and in on the show is really is look, we a different level of thinking, a different we look at the world a little differently and try to sit there and ascertain where where are our where, where are we in our assets endangered? What do we have to watch out for? Look, in 87, I think I was the only person at the firm, a very good-sized brokerage firm, big one, whose business went up the next year. Not one of the biggest, but it was a mid-size whose business went up the next year because we, we, we thought there could be a crash because of the portfolio insurance. No one out there on Wall Street caught that. But in, 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 uh, 1999 look when you're buying people are running around buying stocks at 150 200 dollars a share things like lucent and cisco it's easy to see it's a bubble it's very difficult to stay out of it i can tell you that but we avoided that did very well uh in, in 2007 look listeners of the max out savings show know we were warning you to stay out of the market we warned you trouble was ahead not only that we tell you what is going to happen and why we said investment banks are going to fail because of their balance sheet we said it on this show we said lehman brothers was going to fail in 2007 nobody did that i thought i was going to be pulled off the air after i made that remark in in and so we're pretty good at understanding the world. And the the problem you have in the world today is, is every time that it's something a potential, it's known as a black swan. A black swan is just people did not think they all thought all swans were white around the world. And then one day the British discovered Australia, and there was black swan, and they were stunned. And so. But a, the black swan is like a crash in 87 or the financial collapse. Nowadays, the central banks are on such red alert for a potential black swan. The minute they think they spot one, they flood the system with money. So you almost have to have this reverse psychology like, oh, look, at there's a crisis coming. Uh, a meteor is about to land and wipe out Europe. Well, this is great because the world's going to the Fed's going to flood the world with more money and the market's going to go up. This game is starting to play out and come to an end. The central bankers are sort of their backs to the wall. Now they're talking about helicopter money, which is a very dangerous thing for two reasons. They're talking about printing money. And the even more insidious thing is what they seem to be saying is they seem to be usurping the power of Congress and uh, uh, really, you know, degrading the Constitution is a very nice way to say what the, what uh, 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 Janet Yellen and some of these central bankers are really up to because Congress has the power to to appoint where the money is to be spent. We pass laws and bills in this country to to do that. And what they appear to be saying is we need to be helicopter money. We either send people a check or direct government spending. And the question you start to ask yourself is, well, wait a minute, Janet, are you at the Federal Reserve, chairman of the Federal Reserve, are you trying to direct where spending is going in the United States? Should we disband uh, Congress or, uh, or, or what? They're paying a Central planning is a very dangerous game that the Fed appears to be dabbling in. But but so things are a little different. But the problem the Fed has is interest rates are at zero. So crisis is all around the world. Uh, global slowdown. China is in very severe trouble. They're in severe financial trouble. Uh, what's going to happen? Well, a couple things. We have rates at the lowest they've been in history. Two weeks ago, uh, bond yields hit record lows in the United States of America. 
250 something year to 200 uh, what 35 years something like that uh, we got have bond prices the US has been issuing bonds and we had the lowest in history this when a country's been around as long as we have and you're looking at record whatever that's a pretty big deal and, and so they're trying to prop up asset prices. They're trying to, particularly the Federal Reserve wants you to think the economy is good. Again, they're drifting a little into politics. This is the presidential election, and it's a little bit unseemly for the Federal Reserve to be pushing up and kiting asset prices or artificially manipulating asset prices, which they're very clearly doing going into a presidential election. It starts looking like the Federal Reserve of the United States of America has it in for uh, has it in for the Republicans and doesn't want them in office. That's a very dangerous place for the Federal Reserve to be. But they're, again, they're skirting into that area. They're pushing the boundaries, so to speak. But so, so what you have is you have very high markets, but you have to understand they're artificial. Rates are very low. Look, our clients have made very good money in treasury bonds this year, but we have to watch very closely because these are near record lows. I'm watching. We have to watch carefully to make sure that we make a move to somehow protect those assets in the world. I mean, I'm not sure I'd be buying long-term treasuries here at 1.5 uh, right now. I'd probably lean more toward a seller. We own them now. We're trying to figure out what to do. We're trying to make the shift to what what's going to change next. We're starting to make some shifts this week in some different asset classes uh, because of this. But but it's it's a world you've got to be very cautious in. You've got to be very targeted, and you have to understand that things are artificial. And it it's sort of like you remember when you were maybe in high school or college. You remember you would go. Someone would have a big party at somebody's house, and it was really a great time. Maybe their parents were out of town if you're in high school. You knew it was all going to end, okay? It was a lot of fun, but you're thinking, this is going to end badly. You know, they're throwing chairs in the pool. The, the stereo's cranked up. The speakers are blown. You know, the neighbors, the lights are starting to come on. And you just know this is going to end badly. And it, that's the world we live in in the investment world. So what you want to do is sort of exit the party a little soon, head home before they, you know— seal the party off and, and that's it. But it's the same thing with the investment world. So you want to be a little bit more targeted with your assets and you want to take a little bit more, be a little bit more cautious in here. So now uh, if you've got any questions or comments, the Max Out Savings Show is a live radio show live here in Houston, Texas. This is not some nationally franchised infomercial uh, jumping up and down and, and blowing horns for you to sit there and attend their seminars where, wherever they are in the country so you could talk to their local rep. You have a question or comment, you talk to me. I'm here in Houston, Texas. Our officers in the gallery at Max Out Savings Advisors. And if you've got a question, give me a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. That's 713-339-1070. The... The... Uh, the... Uh, a couple other things, the ways you can participate in the show is we put out a newsletter. Once once or twice a month, we put out a newsletter, uh, everything from common 401k mistakes to what's happening in the market to why the investment banks are going to collapse in 07 to 
common 401k mistakes to uh, estate uh, questions to just all types of in- interesting stuff on savings and investments. And, and, and it's, a free, it's a free newsletter. We've got thousands of people on our Max Out Savings Report list. If you'd like to be on it, just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. You sign up. This is what you get. You get the newsletter. We don't call you up. We don't bother you. We don't. Uh, and once in a while, if we just do a seminar or something, we'll do a little, hey, why don't you come in and visit us or or in the newsletter, or uh, come come to our seminar. But that is it. Typically, all you get all you get is the newsletter. It's a confidential list, and it we put a lot of great stuff in the Max Out Savings Report to help out the listeners of the Max Out Savings Show to build up wealth over the long term. That's what the show is all about. So, if you got a question or comment, seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. We're coming up on a quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics schydraulics.com. Fire the stockbroker and hire yourself. I'm Larry Levin, and I've been on the trading floor for 23 years. I was one of the biggest traders in the S&P pit. I'm also the president of Trading Advantage, a leading educational firm teaching people how to become professional day traders. Now, for a limited time, I'm offering one of the trading techniques I use to make $1.9 million for free. Get started right now by calling 800-288-0092. Leave your email address on my voicemail, and I'll email you my free training technique and my daily insider market report at no cost to you. This is the very information I use to build my fortune. I was getting ready to retire. I still needed to make extra income, but I didn't want to work for anyone else. Because of Larry and his excellent instructors, I could trade successfully for myself, and I'll never have to work for someone else again. Fire the stockbroker and hire the most dependable person you know, you. Again, call in the next 90 minutes and leave your email address on my voicemail. Call 800-288-0092. That's 800-288-0092. 800-288-0092. Start your weekday mornings with Armed American Radio's Daily Defense with Mark Walters at 4 a.m. Followed by the Hugh Hewitt Morning Show at 5. With Chuck Tiller and the AM 1070 520 Oldie, Hugh will bring you up to date with the news that happened overnight. Then at 7, it's the Sam Malone Morning Show with J.P. Pritchard and the news, along with Chuck Tiller and Tom Fontaine. Morning information and entertainment starts at 4 a.m. Weekdays on AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. If you've got a question or comment, uh, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's what Tommy did. Hello, Tommy. You had a question for us. Yeah, Ted, I uh, made a rather ill-advised move about a year ago and bought into a uh, small part of my money into a oil and gas-based mutual fund. Okay. Um, I got in at, <laughs> I, I just wasn't paying attention. I got some advice and just said, I, you do whatever you want with it. I trust you. And uh, turned out to be obvious that it wasn't a good move. But my question is, it's, it's lost about almost a third of its value. Is, and, and I'm reading articles about this glut of gasoline and, you know, the, the, 
business in oil and gas to be in these days is building storage facilities for surplus stock. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> but should I, I know it's kind of a yes or no question, but should I just cut my losses and get out? It, how's everything else in the portfolio doing? Pretty good? or? Yeah, yeah. I've got a, a one fund that pays dividends, and it's going very well. Yeah, yeah. Look, here, here's this is my thought on oil and gas. Right now, uh, we own some oil and gas stocks for our clients. Uh, we put a hedge on those stocks uh, using a DUG because I I think oil's going to fall into the into the lower forties, which is sort of it's getting it, it's gone from about fifty to forty five. And 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 there seems to be a surplus of gasoline out there. In in there seems to just be massive amounts of storage. In this country, the storage has barely dropped. It's we're still way over to over capacity in storage. In and in China, in particular, there's massive amounts of storage has been built up. And I think that demand is going to have to start dropping the price of oil to try to get the price down. I believe at fifty dollars a barrel, I think that restarts a lot of 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 drilling and the more drilling than people realize in the United States, uh, and, and so I think it's going to the deviate between about maybe forty and fifty three dollars a barrel going forward. Uh, the oil stocks are, are pretty richly priced. If you want to if you want to hold long term, I'm comfortable holding it here. Uh, if if you want uh, if if you're more of a shorter term guy, I'd probably sell it in here because the oil stocks have had a pretty big run and oil's getting closer to forty again. Right. Yeah. Does that does that help or? Yeah, it does. It kind of confirms what I was thinking. Um, it's uh, it, I'm not used to uh, absorbing losses, but uh, when you sell it, you certainly take the loss. And I just don't see anything coming up between now and when I retire that would bring that price up significantly. Yeah. When are you retiring? Just... Well, I've probably got eight years. Okay. Well, look, in eight years, it's probably going to be higher. But, <laughs> you know. Uh, but well, Treat it like the savings bond I had when I was a kid and just put it away and don't think about it. Yeah. I mean, that, that, it, here's the other look. When you have a loss on something, you're going to have losses on things. Don't worry about that. The trick is you don't want to have really big losses or you don't want to have big part of your portfolio is is set the wrong way so you have losses so so maybe you wait around till you see something that really hey i really like i really like this idea let's sell the oil move over there right uh, run to something and not away from it yeah yeah i that, that's typically the best way to go i mean look over the long term i think oil is going to go higher uh, I, I think people are going to be much smarter about it. I think the oil stocks have pretty much priced in $50 oil. We're down in the fo- mid-40s now, and that's why I'm a little nervous about the sector over the near term. Right. Really appreciate your advice. Okay, yeah. Tommy, one other thing. Our hedge isn't going to be on there for tremendously long on there. You know, I, I'd be surprised if we're in it another month. So that's something. That yeah. You, yeah, we're not, yeah. This is more of a shorter-term thing when I'm saying there. Short-term, bearish, longer-term, bullish. Right. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Okay. Good question. Excellent question. Uh, we get a lot. Look, we got Houston's a big oil town, and so what do you do? Uh, and, and there's going to be winners and losers coming out of this. What, one thing we're really seeing is it's surprising how much oil and gas 
co- drilling costs have dropped, and that's really helping out. Most oil companies tar- were targeting $70 oil, and now that the, the cost is, is, is dropped about 30% for drilling, if 30% of that, you're looking probably closer to $50. Most of these things are profitable for drilling going forward, and that's what the, the tough thing is. If you have a question or comment, 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, the a, a couple things I wanted to uh, touch base on here today is the uh, uh, the estate tax exemption. Uh, we we talked I did, talked some about this on the Sam Malone show this weekend. It the estate tax exemption right now is four point five million. Excuse me, five point four five million dollars. Five million four hundred fifty thousand dollars per person. A couple has ten point nine million dollars. Uh, in estate tax exemption, which is really great. That means if 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 your if your estate's under ten million dollars, you don't have to do a massive amount of tax planning. Now, a couple things to keep in mind: that thing has gone up and down. It it, it, it it's generally gone up over time, but sometimes it goes down, so it could drop down. So you always have to be cognizant of that fact. Here's where we see people making mistakes with the states. So you got nearly $11 million. You, you don't have to put in big estate planning ahead of time. If you're over that, you want to start gifting some of it out at, at a reduced basis. And and keep in mind, when it comes to calculating your estate, if, if, if you have $10.9 million worth of, stock, of stocks in, in, in the stock market, it's pretty clear you've got $10.9 million worth of, of stocks in the stock market. If if you got assets that are valued at ten point nine million dollars and and part of it is uh land or, or you own part of a land with someone else or a part of a company with someone else or illi- very illiquid assets, then the true value of that might not be the ten point nine million dollars. So understand uh, there, there's what you think something's worth in your mind, and there, there's what the real value is, particularly if it's an illiquid asset, you own it with other people, it, you don't have the valuation you think you do, which is good for estate tax purposes. Uh, but where we see people really messing up estate plans is, is kind of interesting. It's not what people generally talk about. It's, it's, it has to do with highly appreciated stock or highly appreciated land. And in those cases, there's something called a step-up. So for an estate comes up, you get a step-up basis, which means if if, if you own a bunch of, uh, 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 let's say I own, I, loved, I like to use Exxon. Let's say I, I bought a bunch of Exxon years ago. I've got several thousand shares at $10 a share. And it's worth $190,000 right now. So my cost was $20,000. It's worth $190,000. I'm doing pretty well. Now, when when I pass away, my kids get the Exxon stock. They get $180,000 worth of Exxon stock. And, and so if they sell it, if they sell it that day, you know, once the estate settled, they sell it that day, it's worth $190,000. They don't pay any taxes. They pay no income tax. They pay no capital gains tax on that Exxon stock. Now, let's say I'm, 
<clears throat> I'm not doing well. I'm in the hospital. I'm going to go any day now. I instruct them, let's sell the Exxon stock, to, and, and then I'm just going to pay out all the kids $180,000. They get they get uh, uh, $60,000 $60, apiece. And, and so I pay it. I have to pay taxes on a hundred, actually one hundred ninety thousand dollars worth of Exxon. I have to pay taxes on that hundred hundred ninety thousand dollars worth of Exxon stock at the capital gains rate, twenty percent. It can go as high as twenty five percent. Okay, so I've just I, I've just incurred a big tax deal. Now, if I would have held off and I didn't last the week, and if I'd have held off. Till, till I passed away and then just given the stock to the kids, they have no tax basis. So if you're going to gift things to your children, or, or let's say I decide I'm dividing it up into three ways, each, each one of my kids get 333 and a third shares. Well, if I, if you, I have lost the tax basis. So understand that that if you have low tax basis assets, you want to gift out the high cost tax basis items to your kids so if they sell or do something with it they don't pay the taxes and you want to take the low cost assets and put those in the estate for step up basis where they don't the most valuable thing you have in in an estate is the step up basis on the cost of the assets now remember in an IRA account there is no step up basis because if you buy or sell there's no taxes only if you take the money out now tell you what let's take a call from Randy here hello Randy how you doing Fine, Ted. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Good. Ted, uh, if you're taking money out of some uh, qualified uh, account and uh, either, either you're you're trying to get a leg up on your or RMD or actually taking money out for your RMD, is it is it a good idea to put that money in a Roth IRA if you don't need the money right away? Well, no, I think there's some restrictions uh, like five years or something on it is that a good idea yeah look if you're if you're working and if you can fund the Roth IRA you sometimes can't fund the Roth IRA okay but but I'm I'm not working I'm retired so I'd just be putting money in there it's not it's not earned income yeah uh, look, a couple things Randy as people retire one of the things particularly as they get older one of the things we see is oftentimes they don't have enough money outside of their their IRA rollover their qualified plans Make sure you've got plenty of money for emergencies, medical emergencies, new car, and things before you put it into the Roth. Okay, well, I would have plenty of that. That's what I'm saying. That there's a restriction, I think, of five years or something. If it's not an income, there's some kind of penalty. Yeah. Uh, also, what about something like uh, if you're if you're trying to lower your tax bill using a QLAC, Qualified Longevity Annuity Contract. Do those things be any good for you? Yeah, look, I've kind of stayed away from annuities overall. I find they tend to be very high-cost uh, programs, and they're just more not really worth the trouble. The The only way I like the, 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 those is something I tend to go, if you want to do something, maybe some insurance. Insurance is usually a pretty good uh, estate planning vehicle, but annuities I find are just overpriced. Well, they're, they're returning 10 or 11%. Uh, so it's 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 not. I don't think that's particularly, uh, you know, such, such a bad deal. The uh, yeah, problem pro- is it yeah. takes about eight to ten years to break even on the money that you're going to give them because, and then you've got to have a little delay on it. That's the whole point of it. That yeah, that yeah. see to me, you get too much. I've got too much qualified money, so I'm going to have a massive RMD. If I can take 125 thousand out of that. And that'll that'll lower my RMD base a little bit, and I I don't see I don't need the money right away. Yeah, which means which means one more thing, 
is a winner. My house is paid off, and I don't want to leave it to anybody when I die. Should I should I go with a reverse mortgage? Yeah, look, you you really don't need the money, right? So what goods the reverse mortgage do you? You're already having enough problems. Well, I'll probably just go to Las Vegas and put a hundred thousand on the pass line or something. You know? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, that's kind of way. You know, look, look, the better way is sometimes insurance. You know, uh, so what some people are doing out there, and we don't. Really, this is in my area of expertise. Is you know they'll sit there and fund up an insurance policy and you know give a bunch of money to Texas A and M or whoever. Yeah, and fund it by the insurance policy. Is it, well, you can put it as a, as a charity. Well, the yeah. thing I like about the reverse mortgage, when uh, when when I do kick the bucket, see, then then my estate uh, trustee, my trust, he doesn't have to sell the house. It's just I, I get my whatever equity I can get out of while I'm still alive, and then when I die, they just take the house. Yeah, the nice thing about the house is you never know what's going to happen in the future, Randy, and and so. You, you don't look. I mean, look. Look at Turkey was just fine yesterday, and it, all hell broke loose last night. And it, it, you don't know. And 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 really, in your case, if you own your house free and clear, what do you care? Uh, uh, I, I would make. I would keep it that way. Well, when Trumpy gets elected president, the communists may just go bananas. So we may be looking at that in January. Uh, look, I'm excited about Trump. I think Trump's going to really help out the economy. What do you think about Pence? Do you, you like him? Yeah. Look. I, this is clearly a nod to the conservatives. He's he's well trusted and liked in the conservatives. A lot of establishment people like Pence, and so I think it's kind of a way to say, "Look, guys, we're not going completely off the reservation here." And uh, and and I, I think it's a really good pick. Uh, and uh, I, he seems to be surrounding himself with with, with good people, and I think you're going to see more and more of that. Uh, I really like Pence. I think he was the best choice. I really like Gingrich. I think he's too old. I think Pence is is, is a moder is is a stabilizing force. I think the conservatives love him. Uh, I, I and and I think the establishment kind of trusts uh, Pence, and he's got good relations with people like Paul Ryan in, in Congress, which is really going to help. Right. Well, I think we're looking at a pretty good ticket there, and uh, if they don't try to. Uh uh, pulled some shenanigans down on the floor. In the it's going to be interesting, isn't it? I, I tell you what, I, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, <laughs> All right, Ted, my friend. Thank you. Okay, thanks a lot, Randy. You got a question or comment, 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. By the way, we write a lot about this, some of this stuff in the Max Out Savings Report. Uh, get, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for the free report. It is free. Uh, it's maxoutsavings.com. If you want to sit down, meet with me personally. Uh, you can also request a meeting uh, there, too. The meetings are free. Uh, we, if, if you decide you'd like us to manage your rollover or whatever, uh, we charge for that. But but uh, the consultations are free. I, I, I'm always happy to uh, meet the listeners of the Max Out Savings Show. So just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. Uh, the, what else? I was going to sit there and... Uh, the you know we're just talking more of a state stuff. My philosophy in the house is you ought to have the house paid off. I wrote about this recently in the Max Out Savings Report. It's just a backstop. You always want to have numerous lines of defenses in your in your wealth in 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 your assets. So if this go, if this goes wrong over here, this is here. You have protection everywhere. Nobody can predict the future, and understanding that means that you want to have guards up all over the place protecting your assets. And so, you know, having the house paid off is just one more thing if you worry about. 
you know, if the whole world comes to an end tomorrow and you still go to your house, yeah, my house is paid off. I don't have to worry about it. And it's just another thing. And particularly if if you got the money to do it, it it's uh, I'm not one of the fans of take all the money out of your out of your house and and, and, and speculate or do something else with it. As you get near retirement, it ought to be paid off. It doesn't have to be paid off the first week of retirement, but within a year or two of retirement, get it paid off. You lock in. Remember, this is what a lot of people forget. When you retire, there's a good chance you or your wife is going to be around in 30 years. And that's a remarkable statistic, which means a lot can change in 30 years. And so understand that. So anyway, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. If you got a question or comment, 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulic-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. You know Dinesh D'Souza, a former policy analyst in the Reagan White House. D'Souza exposes the secret history of the Democrats and the true motivations of Hillary Clinton. Dinesh D'Souza is coming to Houston Baptist University Tuesday, August 23rd. Tickets are available online. You can join us backstage for food and refreshments with VIP tickets available for $75 and general admission is $25. However, and listen because this is important, we've got a deal for you. Go to our website, am1070theanswer.com. Click on the banner announcing Tedesh D'Souza's coming to HBU. Select how many tickets you wish to purchase. You'll see a promo code box. Type in the word SAM and you'll get the general admission tickets for only $20. This special deal will last only a short time, so you better get in on it now. Type in SAM in the promo code box and you'll get the general admission tickets for only $20. Hurry, this deal will not last long. Go to am1070theanswer.com. Get your tickets now and join us for an evening with Dinesh D'Souza, Tuesday, August 23rd at HBU with AM1070 The Answer. On the next Dennis Prager Show, more reflections on the horror of Nice, France. Hopefully there isn't another horror somewhere over the weekend to report. Last week it was Dallas and it just continues. I will be in... Cleveland broadcasting live from the Republican Convention. I'll have fascinating guests and a lot to tell you. You won't want to miss the next Dennis Prager Show. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon, right before Michael Medved at 2 on AM 1070. The answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement, as always, on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, the show is live here in Houston, Texas. We are from Houston. Got a question? 713-339-1070. And that is what uh, Jay did. Hello, Jay. Let's get, can we get Jay? Jay, you there? No, hit, hit the button. Yeah. Well, uh, Jay, okay. I'm sorry. Every weekend. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. We're good. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's very informative. I have a question. Oh, you go. Thanks. You you were just discussing uh, the stocks. Uh, you know how a, a person can uh, just uh, you know uh, uh, give it to their family, and when he passes, he or she passes, they they get it without tax and not everything. Yes, a step up. Um, it's called a step up basis. Step up basis. Got it. So my folks, uh, you know, they're uh, retired 
uh, and uh, they have a property overseas. We all migrated back in '98 uh, to year 2000, okay. right around that yeah. time frame uh, from India. Okay. And uh, they're here. They're we are all U- U.S. citizens and everything. Excellent. So they've got a property. Yeah, they've got a property. Uh, it's just a small real estate. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's about, it's about worth, uh, 400, 500 K right now. And then, uh, they were just talking, uh, you know, what should we do, uh, about that? You know, it's just will it, uh, to their, uh, sons and daughters or, you know, disperse it right now, meaning, you know, take a, I don't know how it works, you know, and, uh, we, you know, this was, again, uh, they had it for, uh, 30, 40 years now. And um, uh, so you see where I'm... Uh, yeah, there's there's a couple right. ways to answer that question, uh, Jay. Is, uh, is, I'm not familiar with the Indian taxes, but if your parents have an estate under $10.9 million, there'll be no estate taxes on it here. And also, the, the, okay. you're going to get a step-up basis on the asset. I'm, I'm not as positive on overseas assets, but I think you can kind of mark that up that way. And the question is, do you need the money? The money is in India. Now, sometimes it's better to have a little money overseas somewhere else uh, as well. Right. Uh, interesting story is that we're trying to transfer some assets kind of like that in, in Greece that that uh to to my myself and my siblings and this has taken a number of years in 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 the the we we've not been you know the families lived in this country for nearly a hundred years so you know sometimes yeah. you want to keep something in the in the family uh from the home country right. just to see but but you, that's right. that has to do more with the state planning but the key is you're going to get a step up basis i believe i i'm not I don't know about foreign assets, but I think you get a, a I think you get a step up basis on those assets too in the uh but you have to double check okay. on that. Yeah, no, uh luckily we don't need the money right now and uh this is just a you know future planning kind of deal. Uh you know, what if uh, God forbid uh you know one of them they pass away or you know when they do uh you know what should be the right way, you know. Uh, the will uh, be on their will, and then uh, you know the step up basis will kick in uh, when it gets you know uh, transferred uh, to their uh, uh, you know to all, all of us and uh, you know my myself and the siblings. Yeah, and you can so, what you can uh, kind of do is you can sort of maybe hold it with the siblings as as, as one group. That's usually the best way because you don't want to divide things into too many small parts. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. I hope that yeah, helps a okay. little bit. Yeah, thank you. It does. Thanks, thank you Jay. So much. Yeah, I mean, these things with family assets are very complicated. You really want to kind of figure out, you know, what's the fair thing to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do for future generations? It's it's interesting. Ted, we got a call coming in from uh, Val. Hello, Val. You had a question for us. Yes, good morning, Ted. I think I've heard you say in the past that you're not fond of the funds that agencies use that are, I think they call them balance funds that are for the time. Years that you're going to retire, like a, a yes. 20 30 fund or something, yeah. yeah. And is, is, is it because you said they're heavy in stocks, or why aren't you fond uh, I, of those? I tell you what, they tend to overweight in stocks. And in which is the market's pretty expensive up here. But if you look at some of these funds, like if you're retiring 10 years out, a lot of these funds, if you really analyze the funds 
in there, in the stocks in there, you're in some cases 80% stock, which I think is just too high. Uh, remembering that in, in 2008, we, in actually 2009, we ended up going down 50, 57%. It's, but the agency, wouldn't the agency kind of be watching that? Because they're going to want to show that fund well, too. Well, but is this they, the way they do it? There's they do, no but around it? their philosophy is sort of this, is is we're telling them what we're in, and we're going to kind of stay there. They'll make some adjustments around the edges, but they won't make that big of adjustment. They'll say we're not into market timing or whatever. Now, you can have part of your assets in there. and. A, a kind of a sneaky way to do it is if you want more more bonds or a more conservative portfolio, you move you you pick the the fund that's closer. That so if you're ten years from retirement, you pick the fund that's five years from retirement because that's going to have more bonds or it's going to be a more conservatively run fund. Okay, so you could do some in one of those balanced funds, and then I think in the past I've heard you say six or seven individual things that I I don't know if they're still good or not. I know you said um like government bonds or treasuries or utilities, things like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And here now, this is what the sectors I like are, is the, is the medium term treasuries, short to medium term bonds, uh, emerging markets, uh, gold and silver, uh, and, and basically high dividend paying stocks. The, the utilities are expensive here. The, uh, the junk bonds are expensive based on the, on, on what we think is going to happen. Uh, longer-term bonds are starting to get a little iffy at these record low rates, so I would stay away from longer-term bonds. I, I think there's too many people playing bo- long-term bonds like stocks right now, and you've got to be careful there. Uh, okay. and, and then a little higher levels of cash right now. So I'll, I'll get off the line, but I just could you repeat those things again that you're you're suggesting? Yeah. Okay. Short-term bonds, short or intermediate-term bonds, short or intermediate-term treasuries. Uh, I particularly like a short-term bond fund right here. Uh, gold and silver funds uh, and uh, emerging market bonds. I'm not sure what those are. What are the, what's that like? What's the Th- those are but different countries around the world, like Mexico and places like that. They have higher yields right now. Okay. Not that you don't want to have a big portion of your portfolio in that. You want a smaller portion because they're risky. All right, Ted. Thank you very much. Thanks. Appreciate the call, Val. Tell you what, we've got a call coming in from Bob here. Hello, Bob. You had a question for us. Hi. I have a, a generalized question about my portfolio. Okay. I moved here from Colorado. I have a fee-based planner there. Of course, having them take care of my portfolio is an extra expense because it crosses the Texas line. Yeah. And um, I don't know where to turn in terms of what to do next. Okay. Uh, A couple things. It shouldn't be that much more money – for them to manage it because you're in Texas. Some I, I don't. Uh, we're in Texas, but we have clients. We have clients in in New York and Georgia. Uh, the, the, uh, we might have some in Calif- uh, Colorado. Uh, we have we have them in a number of states, and it it's we we can handle things pretty well. Michigan with the phone call back and forth in in handling things. So it should. Well, uh, was a thousand dollars last year. It's supposed to be five hundred dollars this year. Five hundred, um, five hundred more. No, just five hundred instead of a thousand. But um, in talking with them yesterday, when they went over my account, I'm looking at dealing with a one percent fee, 
plus um, a fee for uh, planning each quarter. So when I figure it out, instead of paying 1%, it looks to me like I'm paying 2%. Yeah, that that's pretty high. That really is. Uh, most of our stuff is closer to 1%. For the bigger accounts, we go you know, under 1%. And so, and there's no, we, we, we do the planning for free. Yeah, but, and most people are, I mean, 2% is pretty high across the board. Well, that's what I was thinking, and that's why I want to get it out of there, but I didn't know where to turn to do it. Yeah, look, look uh, you can give us a call, uh, but you know you can call up uh, if you, if you know someone in town. If you if if it's with a with a big with a big firm like a, a Merrill Lynch, you can ask them to sit there and move it to a, a a broker in Houston. They'll they'll move the account over there for you. Uh, you know that that I would just interview a couple people and see who you like. Okay, thank you so much for your help. Sure thing, Bob. Happy to help you. Thank you. Goodbye. Now, a couple things coming up here. Uh, you know, I wanted to touch base on on this. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> the news has been literally. I'm almost afraid to turn on the TV, it, and it's been one thing after another in here. It, it, and it's interesting. Uh, I, I was pretty shocked. I was sitting around uh, last night at a restaurant, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, I got next, uh, one of my friends sit there, go, "Hey, Ted, look at what's happening in Turkey." Now, actually, I guess it was on. Uh, that was that was the night before, a couple nights before, with the uh, bombing in Nice. But I think about, it, but but I will watch. All of a sudden, there's a about three o'clock. There's a uh, uh, a coup in Turkey, and we watched that. I'm like, uh oh, what is this? And, and it was just horrifying to watch that jets flying overhead, shooting down, people being shot and beaten up today. Look, Turkey, this is a bigger thing. Uh, it looks like Erdogan has put down the, the, the coup. This is a bigger thing, and I think it's going to have lo- more, longer repercussions than people realize. A couple things about Turkey. People forget in 2003, we were about to evade Iraq, and, the, and Turkey and the Turks, where Erdogan was the prime minister, said, oh, whoa, you can't fly over the country. We were moving 130,000 American tr- troops in, into the Middle East and into Iraq to fight, and Turkey sat there and tried to hold us up, and they wanted $6 billion to do it. And, 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 the, and the demands got so outrageous that instead we moved all our troops and equipment around the Arabian Peninsula and went in through the Persian Gulf. <clears throat> American troops died because of that. And make no mistake about it, and Ergon was one of the people behind that. They tried to hold us up. They did the same thing with the Germans. They, 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 so they would try to help out stop the the immigration flow recently and and to, and, and the Germans uh and, and then they demanded money and the Europeans ended up paying them 2 billion dollars and then the euros 2 billion euros which is about 2.3 billion 2.4 and then they demanded more money they 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 turned on the Israelis they've turned on the Russians and and they they're not a critical ally of the United States Ergon is an Islamist and he's he's there's rumored to be a member of the Muslim Brotherhood and it's really very concerning we're seeing that he's arresting uh thousands of of judges now in the country and he seems to be addict uh, moving into dictatorial powers in in installing an Islamic state this is very disturbing uh and it really has big repercussions, I think, for the United States. I don't think this is over with. I think it was a mistake to as quickly as as, as President Obama did back Oregon. Everyone else was laying low, not saying anything. And but this, the real danger we have here is is that we're seeing the formation of Islam, another Islamic state. 
in, in the Middle East. And by the way, understand that with ISIS, he has been allowing the ISIS people to move their oil through Turkey and taking a percentage of the fee. And he's been letting uh, ISIS fighters go back and forth between Turkey. And he, we've finally forced him to crack down on that. He's been a big friend of ISIS. He's no friend of the United States of America. And this is a very, we have to watch Turkey very closely. Now, so... Yeah, it's very, very unstable world. The market's hitting new highs. We would be a little cautious here. Uh, one other interesting sector out there is is the banks. Uh, how, how do I say this? I believe the United States banks. And this look in two thousand and seven, we said there was going to be failures of the Wall Street investment banks. And I think we have recapitalized our banks in this country. I, I think the banks are probably getting to be a more interesting place to be because if Trump gets in, the banks aren't going to have to pay the ridiculous fines they've been paying and in, 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 in been in the regulation under the Obama administration. Plus, they're overcapitalized, and the Federal Reserve is now letting them pay out some of that in dividends. And, and, and we think that that they're in much better shape than European banks. So if you hear problems in the European banks, those are basket cases. The U.S. banks, I think, are in much better place. So the United States is a pretty good place to be. Now, we're going to have to see what comes up in the Republican convention this weekend. I think it's going to be very bullish. I think you're going to hear talk, more talk about rebuilding America, uh, about rolling back regulation, and a lot of things like that. That's going to be very bullish. Around the rest of the world, China's deep trouble Brazil's in a massive recession, boarding on a depression. Europe's in severe trouble. Their banking system is trouble. And the Middle East is further destabilizing. So you want to be cautious. Interesting things are happening in the world. Things are changing out there very rapidly. So a couple things to think about. Also, I wanted to touch base. Uh, we, we, talk, we talked earlier about uh, the value of a step-up basis with your estate. Understand that that for your estate, you get a step-up basis in the value, in the prop, in the the price of stock and and also property. And so you can do some things. So don't lose your step-up basis. And sometimes it's better to do a 1031 exchange or something when buying, when changing properties to take advantage of the step-up basis. That's what the wealthy do. That's what the smart people do. So the smart money understands the value of a step-up basis as they get much older. So this is where we see a lot of mistakes made in, in a state. So understand your step-up basis. I want uh, to talk about that. By the way, the if you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. and sign up for our free newsletter or an appointment for me. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next week on the show. Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070. The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.